0: Good morning. Let me start off by saying uh, I apologize to my husband. I did not speak to him when I left this morning, I did not greet him when I came to the sanctuary this morning. Marriage is hard, Um, but hell is harder right? So, I do love my husband. <laughs> but you know, sometimes we don't always do what we are supposed to do, right? Um, and he's cute. So, I think I keep him around and he cooks, right? <laughs> I haven't started my 15 minutes yet, right? Okay. All right, it's important you know, you can't take communion and your heart's not right. You can't take communion and being, have a odd with your brother. Not just your brother, but the people that you live with. So I just wanted to start there. I'm going to start off with a little story. So back in 2015, there was a young man. He had just bought a motorcycle. Any motorcycle riders in here? I'm a wannabe. I know I'm a wannabe. <laughs> wannabe, current, right? So this young man, he bought him a brand-new motorcycle, went out to ride it for the first time and got into a, an accident, tragic. Was rushed to the hospital. Could barely breathe, like he was barely alive. Couldn't walk. Different blood vessels had been cut off from his spine and everything and he required over like 200 liters of blood. He w- he underwent like multiple weeks of recovery and rehabilitation. And this is at UCLA Hospital. And what UCLA does is when you receive a blood transfusion, especially multiple, where you've had to receive a certain amount of blood, they allow the people that donated the blood, you do like a little ceremony, like a reunion. So imagine if I received a blood transfusion, multiple, and all of you were donors. Then we would come together today, and I would go through, and I'd say, nice to meet you and you would come up and greet me, nice to meet you. And this man said to them, I'm so glad to meet you because now I have a part of you in me, right? So his life was changed. His life was saved by all of their blood. It was over 40 donors, right? So when you receive a a blood transfusion, You don't make an appointment this is not like a yearly checkup you only receive a blood transfusion when your life is in danger when you've had some type of disease or you have had a surgery and you've lost so much blood that you can't survive unless you get new blood so as believers though we know that we don't need 40 blood donors right we only need one so Today, part of our observation in communion is to observe the fact that we have received Jesus' blood. But in order to do that, we also want to make sure that we're communing with him daily. Pastor was talking about that today. So today is a very special day as we, the body of Christ, have come together. The Kononia. Right? We want to make sure that we repent. We want to make sure that we remember We wanna make sure that we reunite if there's any disunity among us. And we wanna make sure that we commit, recommit, recommit our minds. Sometimes we have to recommit our lives, recommit our ministries, recommit our families. I'ma let you decide which one of those four where you are. You may be at all four, but just kinda keep that in your mind, right? So just a couple of quick facts about blood transfusions. And blood donation. First of all, every two seconds, someone in the United States needs a blood transfusion. There are nearly 21 million blood transfusions that occur in a year. However, what's very interesting is that out of the 3% of people that are eligible to donate blood, not very many do. So the demand is much higher than the supply. Then, the process of donating blood how long does it take? takes anywhere between one to four hours. Depends on how much blood you need and what part of the blood you need. Now, we're gonna talk about that in just a second. Now, that's in the natural, but in the spiritual, does it take us one to four hours? No. In Matthew 9, verses 20 through 22, we're not gonna read that, Minister Al, because I'm short on time. But in that passage, that is the story of the woman with the issue of blood. Now, she had suffered from this issue for years. However, when she touched the hem of his garment, it says that at that very moment, she was healed. Now, the different types of blood transfusions. Now, you may need whole blood. You may need red blood cells. You may need platelets. You may need plasma. But in the spiritual, we only need one blood. In Hebrew 9, chapter 9, verses 12 through 15, it talks about how we no longer need animal sacrifices. Because the blood of Jesus is the fulfillment of the promised everlasting inheritance, which is salvation. Now, how do we receive the blood? If you're receiving a blood transfusion, it's intravenous, right? They stick a small needle in a vein in one of your blood vessels. But how do we receive the blood? Why are we here today? Communion. In John chapter 6, verses 53 through 58, he says, whoever eats of my flesh and drinks of my blood has eternal life now during the the transfusion what's interesting is they have nurses around and they're like watching the patient and they're trying to figure out you know are they having an allergic reaction are they gonna accept the blood or are they gonna reject the blood here in the spirit praise God we have spiritual leaders we have intercessors we have other ministers people that are constantly watching to find out, are you going to accept the blood of Jesus or are you going to reject it? How do you know? Well, after the transfusion, they check your vital signs. They check your temperature. They check your heart rate. They check your blood pressure, right? Now, what are our vital signs? What is your temperament? Not your temperature, but what is your temper meant? Your temperament are like your emotions. How do you react to things? Now, you don't need to check the blood pressure, but blood pressure is really about, you know, how hard is your heart pumping? Is it under any stress? So we're gonna change that for your character. How are you managing stress? Are you living by Proverbs 12 and one? Heart issues, heart issues, heart issues. They're going to check your heart. That's your vital sign, right? What is your thought process? How are you making your decisions? How are you treating one another? Those scriptures are Galatians 5, verses 16 through 24, Proverbs 4 and 23, Proverbs 12 and 1, and Galatians 5, 22 through 25. In this day and age, this is the 21st century, so there is an alternative to everything, right? Is there an alternative to a blood transfusion absolutely not currently there is no manufactured human blood they can't do it but researchers they've developed some medicines where it's kind of like a pseudo blood so it's supposed to do the job of blood or some parts of the blood there's no substitution for the blood of Jesus we know that however Believers and non-believers, we try to switch it out. Right? What do we use? Mindfulness, yoga, alcohol, weed, sex, money, and even religion. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 1 through 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verses 1 through 7. And First John chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. Talks about not being deceived like Eve was because she was corrupted and seduced. You don't want to have itching ears and trying to gather one teacher after another. You don't want to put faith, and you want to make sure that you're not putting faith in every spirit, but to test the spirit. Now I spent eight whole minutes talking about the blood. But that's just part of it. We want to talk about the body because the body cannot function without blood. So for the sake of this teaching, we're going to talk about the body as if this is the body. Amen. Because it is. So now blood is responsible for removing the body waste products from away from your tissue, such as carbon, di- carbon dioxide. So I kind of see that as a sort of cleansing, if you will, Hebrews 9 and 14. Minister Al, will you please read Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 8?
1: Romans chapter 12 at verse 3. For by the grace, the unmerited favor of God given to me, I warn everyone among you not to estimate and think of himself more highly than he ought, not to have an exaggerated opinion of his own importance, but to rate his ability with sober judgment, each according to the degree of faith apportioned by God to him. For as in one physical body, we have many parts, organs, members, and all of these parts do not have the same function or use. So we, numerous as we are, are one body in Christ, the Messiah, and individually we are parts one of another, mutually dependent on one another. Having gifts, faculties, talents, Qualities that differ according to the grace given us, let us use them. He whose gift is prophecy, let him prophesy according to the proportion of his faith. He whose gift is practical service, let him give himself to serving. He who teaches, to his teaching. He who exhorts, encourages, to his exhortation. He who contributes, let him do it in simplicity and liberality. He who gives aid and superintends with zeal and singleness of mind. He who does acts of mercy with genuine cheerfulness and joyful eagerness.
0: Alrighty, so I'm a really hands on type of person. <laughs> so I'm going to ask that you guys indulge me just a little bit. Uh, first, if Minister T, if you can go back there and sit next to Minister Witt. and if, Minister Cynthia, if you can go back there and sit in between those gentlemen or if they could scoot over one, if Avery could scoot over one and you sit in that seat, that would be excellent. Minister Al, can you come join us? Thank you. Alrighty, so we are the body right so I have here anywhere anywhere you're a part of the body we need you righty. so this yarn it represents the blood of Jesus so what we're gonna do I'm gonna have two sides one for each side each person will take a little bit like the scripture says because everyone it depends on how much you need right but then you're gonna take a little bit and you're gonna pass it to the next person And as you're passing it to the next person, you're going to pray. But you're not just praying for anything because when there's a blood transfusion, somebody needs to be healed. So, Minister T is in the back. This is y'all's body. Yet this blood transfusion is for Minister T. Over here, this blood transfusion is for your sister. Amen, Sister Cynthia. So, now what's really important about a blood transfusion, or really when you're pumping blood How does the blood get to the rest of the body your heart so again let's think about those four things that I said at the beginning repent right remember reunite right recommit so I need you to check your heart as you're passing as you're getting the blood and you're passing and you're praying check your heart because if your heart is not right the blood will not be pumped properly to the rest of the body so think about is this if minister T's healing was dependent on your heart If Minister T's healing is dependent upon your prayer, your repentance, if Sister Thomasine's healing, right, her miracle is dependent upon what you're doing. Okay? So everyone matters. The scripture just told us that there are different organs, right? So Q, you're a major organ, right? Frida, you're a major organ. We need you, right? Every person we need. Sarah, we need you, right? Tiffany, we need you. The babies, we need them. Whether it's veins, whether it's a blood vessel, whether it's a capillary, we need every person, so don't skip the babies. Right? You got to help them, that's fine. Help them out. But we're going to go through here. We're going to start here with teacher, and you're going to pass it, and you're going to go in and out. Take a little bit what you need. Pray. Keep it moving. Amen? that's right take some and pass it take it and pass it and pray pass it and pray and just keep praying pass it and pray pass it and pray pray. I'm going to leave you with I think that Jesus he would say to us today You are a part of me. I see you in me. The question is, will you choose to commune with him daily or just today?